The good news is that you don't need to sit down and read the Bible from cover to cover in one massive chunk. All you need to do is read it one bit at a time. G'day everyone, my name is Mark Schroeder and welcome to Schroeder's Bible Bits. I'm a college chaplain and my job is to teach children and youth the wonderful truths that are found in God's Word, the Bible. I speak at chapels, at youth services, at church services, I teach at kids clubs and lunchtime Bible groups. Uh, At all of these places, I always teach from the Bible because I'm convinced that from the Bible, we get to learn about God and how He has loved us and how He has saved us through Jesus. Tune in and continue to learn about Jesus for yourself, not in one chunk, but bit by bit. G'day everyone, welcome back to a brand new set of podcasts from Schroeder's Bible Bits. Uh, As we start the new year off for 2022, I gave a devotion for all of the staff at the school that I work at on Romans chapter 5 verses 1 to 8. I hope you enjoy this uh, first one for the year as we think about uh, the peace that we have with God because he has sent Jesus for us. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, G'day everyone. Um, We're going to be reading the Bible, so you might like to open up your your Bible on your device or if you've got an old school paper one. I don't know if people still do that. No, they do. Um, So we're in Romans, Romans chapter 5. We're going to be looking at verses 1 to 8 because our college verse comes from Romans chapter 5, verse 8. I'm just going to read the college verse and then we'll get through the rest of the passage later on. Uh, But here's our college verse. God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. What a great verse. Uh, Let's pray as we start um, and as we look at his word together. Uh, Almighty God, we thank you that we can begin our year in this way, that we can uh, take 15 minutes of our morning to think about you and your word. Uh, Lord, we pray that as we read it, uh, you would inspire us by your spirit. Um, We pray that you would remind us of the peace that we have through the Lord Jesus Christ because of your great work in us. We thank you for your amazing love. And Lord, we pray that Uh, It would motivate us to live well with one another in community and it would also motivate us for mission here together. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, at the end of last year, my family and I, uh, we packed the trailer, uh, we got the dog, put him in the boot as well, and we went on a family camping trip out the back of Lithgow to a place called Turon. It's somewhere out the back in between Bathurst and Mudgee. If you watched SAS... um, Australian SAS on TV at the end of last year, all the scenery where they did all their stupid abseiling and all that sort of stuff, that's where it was, right? I remember watching it in the scenery and going, that's great, I've got to go there, I've got to visit it. So we went camping there, it was wonderful. And we set up our camp alongside the Turon River. And after all the rain that we had, do you remember at the end of last year, uh, the river was full and the grass was green and the air was clear, uh, it was beautiful. Our campsite was only about, not even 20 metres away from the river. And so in the silence of nature, we always heard the babbling river as it flowed over the small rapids. The birds were happy too, tweeting and chirping in the trees. Uh, One night, actually, as I was sitting up alone, everyone else was in bed. I think Nicole was reading in bed. The kids were asleep. Um, I was sitting underneath the humming gas lantern. You know, the old gas lanterns that make that noise. I'm sitting there in the silence of the bush, reading a book. I hear these loud sploshing thuds in the river, in the pitch black out there in the river. I saw what I'm doing. I grab my head torch and I shine it out into the darkness. And there are four great big grey kangaroos bounding through the river across to the long grass on the other side of the river, ready for what I think it might be a midnight snack. 
uh, during the day. We did whatever we wanted in this holiday. Quality family time together in the great Aussie bush is fantastic. Skimming rocks together, making rope swings, going on bush walks, floating down the river with a favourite beverage in hand or simply quietly reading in the, shape of, in the shade of the tarp as the breeze just slowly just lifts it up and down. Ah, the serenity, the peace, the tranquility. It was exactly what I, exactly what my family needed at that time. I hope that you enjoyed times of peace in your holiday as well. Just give me a head nod if you did. But I'm sorry to burst your bubble right now because that peace is well and truly gone now, isn't it? It feels like a distant memory, a distant reality. At best, if we close our eyes, we can sort of relive those moments of our holidays. Or if we open up our phones, we can flick through some of those favourite photos that we took or watch those favourite videos that we took of our families and our friends. Well, in a way, I sort of feel a little bit like that when it comes to life here at school. As I look back over the last couple of years, I think I've realised that pre-COVID school life was actually quite tranquil. <laughs> I'd even say a little bit peaceful. But of course, the COVID virus has changed everything. While we had hoped that this year might start to look a little bit life like life did three years ago or so, we've quickly discovered that the peace and normality that we once knew is gone, is very different. It's a distant memory, nearly an old time from long ago, a once upon a time time that we hope might maybe just return. In many ways, oh, how we lament and oh, how we cry out for the peace that we once enjoyed when we knew what to expect in a new year, when we didn't need to wait for the AIS to tell us when we could start and when we couldn't start or what we need to do as a student's return, when we didn't need to figure out how to hand out rat tests to every single student. It seems like peace in that context, peace in the fresh new year, is somewhat of a distant memory. But actually, as we reflect on that sort of moment in our life, I want to say that for Christians, peace is not a distant memory. Peace is not something that we only dream of. Peace is not something that we only remember from days gone by. But actually, peace is something that we currently have today. Peace is something that we currently we have access to. Peace is something in which we now currently stand. Peace is our current reality and it changes everything, even the way that we front up to hard times as we start this year or even as we continue to endure them. Look back at your Bible at Romans chapter 5, verses 1 to 2. Paul writes, Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have... Peace with God through the Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. And we boast in the hope of the glory of God. See, the current reality for Christians is that God is at peace with us today. He is at peace with us today because his justice has been satisfied in the Lord Jesus Christ. We are now, today, at peace with God. He holds nothing against us. And actually, we have now gained access into grace. That is, we now have relationship with God again. Wow. What a wonderful truth. And what a wonderful truth, actually, to hold close to heart today. Because so far in Romans, not just today, by the way, but for all days. Because so far in Romans we see that Paul has made a very clear case that there is no one in all of creation who does right. There is no one who doesn't sin. 
In fact, Paul goes so far as to say that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. But now we learn in this part of the Bible, in Romans chapter 5, we learn that we have peace with God. Not some sort of fake, flaky, hippie, new age peace with nature, man. But this is peace with God. This is a grace in which we currently stand. And this is something that we get to boast in today. For now, today, this moment, we have very certain expectation that in the future, we will share in the glory of God. How wonderful. Peace is here. It's not a distant memory. It's not something from days gone by. It's not something that we just dream about. Paul says that since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God. What a wonderful way to start a new year by being reminded that we have peace. What a great truth to rejoice in. But the thing is, Paul continues and he says, we're not just going to rejoice in the peace that we have. But Paul actually says that as Christians, we can even rejoice in suffering. I want to say I'm glad that he writes this. I'm glad that the Bible teaches about this because, as we know, peace is not always our experience as Christians, is it? Just because we are justified, just because we stand in grace, it does not mean that we won't suffer. So let's listen to Paul and let's read what the Bible continues to say. In Romans chapter 5, verses 3 to 6, Paul continues. Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings. Because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance character, and character hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Did you see what Paul said? While we can rejoice in the peace that we have with God, we can also rejoice in the sufferings because in the end, perseverance in them shows the authenticity of our commitment. And it's this sort of experience that leads to a freshening or even a new yearning for the fulfilment of our hope. That is the coming of God's glory. We have peace with God and the daily struggles that we front up to only, in fact, give us the opportunity to prove our faith and to be reminded of what we believe and what we hope in. And I want to say this ought to build us up today. But in the moments when it's super hard and when peace and tranquility of life just isn't there, or even when peace is there, but it doesn't seem obvious to us, How do we answer that question of how do we know that God really loves me? How can we know that God really loves me enough so that our hope will be fulfilled? Well, Paul goes on to answer that question too in verse 5. Verse 5 tells us that God doesn't leave us alone. What does God do? God has given us his spirit and his spirit reminds us that God loves us. Prompting every day the spirit in us. Yes, God loves you. But secondly, we know that God loves us because God has in fact proved to us that he loves us. In verse 6, look at verse 6. Paul says, you see, at just the right time when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. How wonderful. God's love is on display. We have proof that he loves us. We have proof that he has brought us peace. And so we can rejoice in sufferings every single day, knowing that it only proves the authenticity of our faith and grows us in awe of what we actually believe 
as his people. Thirdly, as we consider that question of does God really love me, we know that he does because when we suffer, we can be confident of God's love for us and that our hope in God won't be dashed because he has already loved us. And when did he love us? Romans says that he loved us when we were his enemies. But now we are his friends. So surely he will save us today. Surely he will love us today if he loved us when he, we were his enemies. And surely that should help us to persevere today. Look back at your text, verse 7. Paul says it like this. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person, though for a good person someone might possibly dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. To put it like this. Having done such a great thing to bring us peace, surely we can be confident that God will do the lesser thing and bring fulfilment to our hope on that last day. And I think that we have reason, therefore, to be confident today that in a topsy-turvy, messy and in an agitated world, that God is going to help us to persevere. Now, I hope that today, on this first day of 2022, on this first day of another already complicated year with COVID and rats and other stresses, that you will be encouraged today from this passage to keep on going as a Christian, knowing that you have peace with God. I hope that it also helps you, though, to keep going in your work here at our school. In a less than peaceful return to an academic year, we can take a breath and be peaceful today because we have peace with God today. If God cares about bringing peace in the big problem of our sin, then he will surely bring peace in the small problems of COVID logistics and RA test distribution and other complicated things, yeah? So if 2022 continues to misbehave and if peace and tranquility seem far off from you, Please revisit Romans chapter 5, verses 1 to 8. Maybe draw a box around it or highlight it or print it off and put it up on your board behind your desk. And remember two things. Number one, we have peace with God because he has demonstrated his great love for us when he sent Jesus Christ to bring justification. We have peace with God. And then number two, that our perseverance in the face of opposition will in the end Prove the authenticity of our commitment to Christ. And it will even make you more hungry for the fulfilment of our hope when Jesus Christ is finally revealed. And lastly, just about some practical application of this. Because what I think is great about this is that sure, it's something for us to rejoice in. Sure, it's something that can lift our spirits this morning and remind us of the good things that we believe because of God's work in justifying us. But actually, this is something for us to continue in together as a community of people with one another. So let's help each other to remember these precious truths this year. Let's pray for and with each other. Now, by all means, when you guys, when we all meet together in our large staff gathering for prayer, when you meet in your stage groups, or maybe you might even organise a regular prayer gathering with somebody from your faculty or in our school, please do that. But actually, I want to encourage you to be active in your prayer in those moments when someone might be saying to you something along the lines of they're really struggling to persevere 
amidst the suffering and the struggles of a year. I want to say that listen to them and after you have listened to them, right there and then pray for them. Don't say, oh, thanks for leaving me now. I will pray for you and then walk away. Pray with them right there and then. Pray that they would be reminded that today they have peace because of the Lord Jesus Christ who has come for them. After all, remember what Paul says in Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 to 7. Paul says, don't be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God and the what? The peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. How amazing that the peace of God is a guard for our anxious heart. But I want to say lastly, if we know this peace, if this peace is precious to us, if we really believe that this peace is true and it's worth knowing, how can we not share this with our children and our young people in our school? How can we not share this with the children and young people in our school who are statistically more anxious and troubled than many generations before? How can we not share this peace which is found in a life through Christ? Well, the good news is that you have that permission. This is why we are here. This is why Broughton exists. Broughton exists to provide excellent education, but Broughton exists to especially share that peace with God is available through the Lord Jesus Christ. So fire up, Broughton. Let's do that. And as we finish, let's pray that we would be encouraged and motivated by the peace that we have with God in Jesus to encourage one another and to share the good news about Jesus. Let's pray. Almighty God, we thank you that we have peace with you. We thank you that you have done everything that is needed to be justified. Thank you that the Lord Jesus has come And that through faith in him, we now enjoy a wonderful grace and we can now stand with you as your people. Lord, help us to boast in the hope of the glory of God. But also, Lord, as we face up to the daily sufferings and the trials and the difficulties of life, help us to persevere, knowing that the persevere will only help us to continue to stand and prove our faith in you you to be sure. Lord, we pray that you would give us boldness as we start a new year. Help us to clearly explain the gospel to many who come through our classroom doors, through our offices, into our college grounds. Help us to be bold in the power of the Spirit to share the good news that Jesus has come and Jesus has saved. Lord, this day we pray that you would help us to start well, help us to get through the administration things with clarity, without much stress, And Lord, we pray that you would help us to be wise uh, with our time and proactive with the things that we need to get done. For the sake of your glory, we pray all these things. In In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening, everyone. You can get in contact with me via Twitter at mrkschroeder or on the Anchor app, you can actually leave a voice message. I'd love you to do that and I might include it in the next podcast. Catch you later.